Captain on deck. Captain Hicks here from inside the simulacra. Well, I did what any good patriot does on a Memorial Day is I do something that is going to fill me to the brim with patriotism. And what more can a patriot do than to go see the sequel to Top Gun? And, you know, a lot of us had a lot of fears about this film. Could it, be a, could it be a paycheck movie? Could it be just, you know, studios just trying to make money on a franchise? But, you know, the good thing is Tom Cruise hasn't done many sequels. Now, the Mission Impossible franchise is a, is a, is a series, so somebody could out me for that. But... Well, for all in all, he's, he's done, he stayed away from the big franchise kind of situations other than Mission Impossible. And I'm glad he did it. But for when it comes to this uh, franchise, though, this is, this is sacred ground. This is action film sacred ground. When it comes to pure action movies, Top Gun is probably second only to Die Hard all time. And it was one of those films, I know so many people that grew up abroad and they said Top Gun was one of those movies that made them wanted to be an American, you know? Uh, it embodied a lot, it, it did a lot. Tony Scott, that was, it was a action movie masterpiece. It got, it, it hit all the right points uh, as I mentioned in my prologue. But when, when I went in to see this film, I did not expect it to blow me away. I mean, very few sequels in history have blown me away. Uh, you know, The Dark Knight, The Two Towers, uh, Godfather 2. I mean, these are Empire Strikes Back. These are blow away sequels. As good, if not rivaling uh, the, the original. Dark Knight Rises, I actually enjoy better than Batman Begins. Uh, I'd have to say, you know, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie. Now, am I going to say Maverick is better than Top Gun? No, I am not. But I, I think it's so close. And it carried through with the formula that I, I'm just really impressed. Really impressed with what they did. I think that from a standpoint of um, storytelling, it may be just the overall plot, okay? And the, the mission, and I'm gonna try to do as little spoilers as I can. I'll do more spoiling in the epilogue. But um, when it comes to pure storytelling, this is, this is really solid. And to, to be a good story, you gotta end well. And you gotta tell a story that wraps up well. I think it does all of that. And I think ultimately the mission was even better than Top Gun. Now, Top Gun had a different set of circumstances, but for all intents and purposes, the overall story, just from a plotting standpoint, in some ways was more fulfilling. Now, that doesn't mean it's a better movie. Some of the things that, you know, you love, I mean, Tom Cruise, if you like Tom Cruise and Top Gun, you're going to like him in this, but he's older. He's a heck of a lot older now. So he doesn't quite have that youthful magic he did as Pete Mitchell in the beginning. What I like is, you know, Pete Mitchell, 
he's still a captain, just like your old Captain Hicks here. And they said, well, if you really wanted to be, you could have been an admiral, right? With his credentials, his resume. But he, he was such a fuck up, right? He, he never liked to conform. And he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And that was be a fighter pilot, you know, and a test pilot. And he wanted to be a pilot. That's what he dug. And I respect that about him. And, um, you know, the other thing is the camaraderie that he had. He didn't have a lot of camaraderie in this film. He was kind of in a different place. Not that, you know, he had goose and he had all this friction with others. I mean, that's the Pete Mitchell thing. He's a loner. He's an outsider. He's an outlier. Uh, he's a maverick. And mavericks aren't like kumbaya, you know, uh, typically. They're just, uh, they're, 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 they're artists, you know. He's an artist. He's an art, aviating artist. And one of the things that really uh, made the first film, now, you know, and, and let's just say it was a love story too, you know, his chemistry, his chemistry with Kelly McGillis in the first one was amazing. And um, I thought, even though she hasn't aged well, she said she's not age appropriate anymore for this film, but I thought Jennifer Conley was great. Uh, she, she really has aged well. She's still beautiful, beautiful. And uh, her character was solid. He has had some ties to the the first one. Um, real, real vague ties, but there's some ties to the first one. And they have some history. But do they have the magical chemistry that him and Kelly McGillis had? Did those scenes embody that magical... Uh, and even just the way those first sheen scenes were shot by Tony Scott with the lighting... The lighting in the first Top Gun movie was a little bit better. I think some of the cinematography was was a bit better. It was, um, uh, you know, T Tony Scott at his at his crescendo at his heights, but it was serviceable. His relationship with Jennifer Conley, it it was a placeholder. It served its purpose. It checked that box. It worked. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a. It was, in golf terms, it was a par. It wasn't a birdie. It wasn't an eagle. It wasn't great. It worked. It was okay. Um, and and just the overall magic of Tom Cruise, he still has it, but it's 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 older magic, right? It's 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 aged, rusted magic. But he still got it. Like I said, he's the greatest box office star in Hollywood history. No box office star has. Been on the scene since 1986, really since Risky Business 1983. Been at the top of his game and is having the biggest box office weekend in the history of his career. That uh, worldwide gross for this film is already over 321 million domestically, 176 through Tuesday. So incredible. Um, and, and the things, and then the other things, you know, I always talk about now is woke, you know, was it woke? There was no, the, my woke meter was broken on this one. Um, it was wonderful. It was diverse. It had, you know, it, it represented the, the uh, you know, American collective, which it should, uh, but it didn't have an agenda. It wasn't forcing something down your throat. 
Now, the only agenda in there was this is a war propaganda movie, right? Uh, the military industrial complex and the Navy through their top gun uh, franchise is, is trying to get us all jazzed up for war. Uh, they do that from time to time. Um, who the enemy is, and this one is kind of a rogue agent. It's, uh, you know, it's not really named. Uh, I think we all pretty much can guess it's the Chinese or the North Koreans. That's 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 who I have it placeholded as. But um, they were very smart to keep that neutral and benign. And let you you fill in the gap on that. I thought that was pretty brilliant. Um, and there's a reason why the Chinese have kind of blocked this movie. I read something about that, so I think they think it's them too. Um, but overall, uh, nothing woke, really uh, nothing agenda led. A very good diversity in the film. Uh, a female pilot. It, it was you know I, I liked all that. Um, they're more battling against the drones than anything going forward, not each other, uh, not our genders, not our nationalities, our races. It's, it's us against the machine, right? But uh, what made this movie was this was just a good popcorn movie. This was one of those films where you got a big tub of corn and, and a drink and some milk duds or some, uh, um, you know, some red vines and just and just and and got lost in time there was there was nothing about this film that was agenda that was going to take you out of your your mojo and i really i really appreciated that about it um and it got you jazzed it got i mean top gun is one of the best action franchises in history uh other than than die hard it's probably the best pure action film in history, so when when I when I start watching this, I'm I'm looking for the 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 scenes where we're we're you know with the aviators in these dogfights, and there ain't nothing like it. There ain't nothing like it, and the choreography of those dogfights was brilliant. Um, they were in the cockpit. It was really, it felt like it, like you were there. It felt like a ride. And that's part of what I want in my film experience. When I go to the box office, when I go to a theater, which I, I went to a matinee, I felt like I was robbing them. 8.50 to see this gem, one of the best sequels of all time, one of the best franchises of all time. I got to sit and there was nobody in there. Very few people in there. Um, a lot of room. I, I wasn't worried about getting infected in there, but uh, it was just wonderful. I, I I really think that when it comes to a popcorn movie, it's one of the best since you almost have to go back to Avatar, um, 2008. I mean, I, I probably could find a couple. I have to look. Maybe I'll do that in my epilogue. I'll see what's the last good popcorn movie. That you really lost yourself in that was fun since um there's got to be something since avatar you got to comment make a comment but it's you better bring it don't give me any of this weak woke shit i need something that's really going to get your juices pumping into the danger zone you know what i mean so overall 
tremendous follow-up sequel. Definitely in my top 10 sequels all time. Um, the cool thing is I kind of want to see, oh, and I didn't talk about Miles Teller. Miles Teller as Goose, Goose's son, Rooster. Tremendous. He did a great job. I didn't think he'd be able to pull it off. He really did. He embodied the spirit of Goose. And uh, the overall cast, the young cast, I loved Hangman. I, I liked every all the young pilots in the Top Gun program that were picked. The best of the best. They really brought it. They really brought it. So, um, and the, the story was 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 fun. It made sense. There, You know, it's a popcorn movie. It's an action flick. There's some stuff that's a little unbelievable, but it still was in the, the realm of rationality that I can go with it. It wasn't like a Fast and Furious movie or something like that. Um, so I, I would have to say, you know, if I give Top Gun an 8.8 in my, my, my uh, IMBD rating, I'd say Maverick gets like an 8.6, 8.5, uh, you know. Um, it was a Top Gun. Very hard to beat in an original. There was no Tony Scott involved. It nailed it on a lot of fronts, and it gave service to the fans. This is something Disney has forgotten. They never service the fans. This is what this is what Marvel has for the MCU has forgotten. This is what um, you know. This is what definitely uh, Lucasfilm Lucasfilms has forgotten, and uh, it's it's so sad um, that. We've gotten to a point where these these franchises, these beloved franchises, are no longer um, servicing the fans and 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 giving us what we want. And what we want is um, we don't want to be preached at. We don't want agendas. We just want good, fun uh, storytelling. That is going to remind us of why we fell in love with films, and um, it's it's really shameful that a lot of these franchises now have forgotten that. And I'm just hoping and praying that uh, more studios and more directors remember that that's what it's all about, and uh, that it's it's really about escapism a fun time and, and not being ha having agendas pushed on us and Maverick nails it on all fronts. Good time out, but never ever forget to open your eyes. Mm -hmm.